Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Cafe, where master business coach Erica Ross Krieger and her special guests teach you how to create true entrepreneurial wealth from the inside out. Grab your favorite podcast beverage and get ready for the Entrepreneur's Cafe. Now here's your host, Erica Ross Krieger. Welcome to the cafe, wealthies. Well, as you join me here today, get ready to be inspired. If you've been with me a while, you know that I'm all about helping you come to life more fully and create true wealth from the inside out, here in the cafe and otherwise. To help you come to your entrepreneurial life more fully, today's episode is The Body of Mind, Decoding Your Natural Physiology. And I've invited the world's expert in this arena, and I'd like to introduce her. An experienced speaker and teacher, Susan Bennett Fisher is on staff at the Esalen Institute in Big Sur, California, and has presented at events and conferences around the world, including Burning Man, the Spoken Word Stage, Envision Conference in Norway, and the Montana Mind, Body, Soul Conference. She's been a lifelong student of personal transformation. She obtained her degree in mathematical economics from Brown University and her MBA, MA in finance and international management from the Lauder Institute at Wharton School of Business. And then she pursued a career in management consulting, high-tech marketing, finance and operations in Silicon Valley. But despite her achievements, that career didn't feed Susan's soul, nor her need for a deeper knowing of her purpose, nor did it yield any sense of real fulfillment. However, when Susan's natural number six was first activated at the Coaches Training Institute Leadership Program in 2002, she knew she had found her purpose. And we'll talk more today about what natural number six is and more. Now, Susan's continued as a pioneer in the study and research into the nine natural numbers, which has led to many new discoveries and a deeper understanding of the importance power, and impact of body of mind. Now let's find out more about what has filled Susan's soul and her important life's work. Welcome to the cafe, Susan Fisher. Glad to have you here. I'm glad to be here, Erica. It's a pleasure to connect with you on this, what is my passion, and to find other people that are passionate about it as well. I'm so excited to introduce you to the Wealthies community and hear more about things. So let's dive in and anything you can tell us more other than, you know, what I just gave us a little overview, but your own entrepreneurial journey and how you came to find and love this work. Well, I've been a seeker all my life. It started once when I was about 10 years old. I I got really mad at my sister and I punched her in the arm really hard. And my mother sent me to my room and I went out onto the the roof and sat there. And anytime you get underneath the stars, that's where you know there's something more. Right. <laughs> and and it, it's almost impossible not to know there's something more when 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 you're when you realize what a small part of the universe we are. And at that night, I got a message from the universe or wherever, and that message was, you need to learn how to control the power that you have because it's so big and you need to learn how to use it for good. And when I was 10, 
you know, that was like, oh, what just happened? And then I went on with my life and grew up and did all those things and followed my my parents' footsteps of becoming a professional, doing everything my dad really wanted me to do, uh, go, going to great schools, getting an excellent education, doing very well professionally. And, and then I woke up one day in my mid-30s with three kids and realized I did not actually have the life that I wanted to have. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, my, my story took a turn for the worse at that point in my life as well. So uh, I experienced a lot of hardship for the next 10 years. And then I went and got, this coaching was brand new back then. And so I wanted to experience that. And it was, you know, coaching, studying coaching is also an amazing mechanism to get yourself clear. And yeah. I knew that I needed to do that in life. And, and as part of that, I went to the leadership program and the first event, I had my my natural number identified by the, the couple that had made the initial observation of this work. And it blew me away. You know, it was so big and so important. And I could feel that in my body. And up to that point, I really hadn't had a connection to the more that was possible for me since that experience of being 10 years old. And but this connected me back to, oh my God, yeah, I actually have a power and I have a purpose. And I rediscovered that power within me from this experience at leadership. And the work I did with, with them was, I just knew I knew how to, how to learn everything I could possibly learn uh, with the organization that made the initial observations about the nine. So let's go into that because some of our listeners, some of them are coaches, some aren't, and don't even know what the body of nine is about. So why don't you give us an overview of that? So the body of nine is based on, it's essentially a, a system of development that is based on in the observation, there's actually nine physiologically different kinds of people. So there's nine presentations. There are nine centers in your body, three in the head, three in the chest, and three in the torso. Each of us is born with one of those areas more active. And so it is, is essentially our sixth sense. So in your body, for example, Erica, your number is seven. You're using your forehead to all, all the time, <laughs> all the time to connect with the world and to open to possibility, to, to find a place of stillness where you can connect to who you are and bring this amazing information in that you have connection to. And, and as a seven, that's your more. My more is very different as a six. So each of the natural numbers has a wealth of skill perceptive abilities, ways of moving. It's, it, it affects us individually more than any other aspect of our, our growth and development. Amazing to know that for anybody listening and was amazing for me when I first found out that there's this sort of like secret power I've got, right? Like I had no idea. So why don't you share with people how they can find out what their number is and where that center is for them. Uh, each there's different ways to find out. Sure. The, the the quickest and easiest and most profound available today is to do an online identification with us. My husband and I get on Zoom with you. We look at your body. We ask you to move in particular ways, and then we can tell from your physiology the way your face looks, how your eyes work, how you interact with people, how you gesture, how you move. We can tell which of the natural number regions in the body is driving your movements and developing your body and shaping how you interact with people. And so that's a half hour consultation on Zoom. 
That's so powerful because back when I did the identification, you had to go in person. And now, as we're recording this with with COVID and everybody being isolated, it's so powerful to know that you can do the work over Zoom and online. Yeah, well, I guess we have COVID to thank for that. I guess we do. (laughs) It it pushed us right out of our our business model and said, you need to come up with another way to get this out into the world. (laughs) And it's completely changed everything we were going to do this year. So we finished our book. We redeveloped, uh, we rebranded as Body of Nine. We developed our new website. We've got a video channel. We have our social media going gangbusters. And so now we're just focused on getting the word out. So I don't know if this is putting you on the spot at all, but you know, that's one of the things I love to do. So (laughs) (laughs) I'd be disappointed if you didn't, Erica. (laughs) So are you willing to go through the numbers one through nine and maybe even just give us one word? It doesn't even have to be more than that about what the essence is of each of the nine types, just sort of kind of wet people's appetite for what's what's there. I'd be happy to do that. I'll start with one and move through nine. So people with natural number one, the movement area is at the throat. And what's important to ones is that all people are treated equally and fairly, that all beings are honored and that we know that we have value. They help us know that we have great value as a human being at the most profound level because they connect us to source. So when you're with a person who has natural number one, you feel your value through the connection that they create with you. That's profound, rich, deep, beautiful. And it's kind of like floating in source with them. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm. Yeah. It's cool because you can learn to activate the numbers in your own body. So when you learn that you get access to what that is and you, if you need it, you can draw on it. Nice. So two is at the upper rectus abdominis, the top of the six pack. And they have this amazing, really cool flexibility at the middle of the body. They have bright, clear eyes and they are there and ready to engage with you. And all they really care about is that you show up as you, you engage with them and that the relationship keeps moving. So it's all about engagement and connection. And they are the best and easiest. Those are the ones that are like, wow, it's always so easy to be with you. Uh-huh. Then our threes, they're, they're typically lean and narrow with very high pokey collarbones. They also have, to me, one of the most distinct facial expressions because they're the only one that includes a smile. And when they smile at you, they pull your soul out and inspire it with joy. And they announce you to the universal field so you can show up. So the universe knows you're here. And our threes are here to turn us back on over and over and over again. Mm Mm-hmm. And our fours are here to help us make sure we show up with real, genuine authenticity. We all want those deep, authentic connections. And fours help us to find that within ourselves so we can offer that to others. Because we want, like I said, we all want them. And we just sometimes don't know how to create them. So our fours help us to know what does an authentic connection really look like? And where's their like power center? Is in the low abdomen. So it's uh-huh. the muscles at the bottom of the, the six pack. So the two and four are 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 connected through the, the rectus abdominis muscles, which go from underneath the solar plexus, underneath the diaphragm down to the pelvis. So the fours use the bottom third and the twos use the top third. And I think the eights also use the middle part, but you know we're still researching. So one, two, three, and four are interesting because they actually 
are here to teach us how to be in relationship more effectively. Mm -hmm. They know that we have to start with relationship. We have to build connection and then we can go and do things. And that's so important in entrepreneurship, right? Yes. And learning how to, how people, the difference ways people hold eye contact and use their eyes is one of the most valuable things you can get out of this work, especially if you're working with other people. And we could talk about the eyes after I finish what you asked me to do here. (laughs) So five, six, seven, eight, and nine are about change and transformation. Generally more interested in doing things and getting things done than actually building the relationship. So we have to kind of be taught to build a relationship first. Not as easy for us. I'm a six, you're a seven. But you put a five, six, seven, eight, and nine together, and we will talk until the cows come home about (laughs) concepts, ideas, issues, projects, whatever. And we love to have those kind of conversations. But we never never look each other in the eye because we don't really need to do that. And this podcast will probably go on for hours. (laughs) (laughs) So, So fives, they have bigger heads, round eyes, round observing eyes, and they're suspended from the top of their head. So their bodies are really floppy and relaxed. And they're really here to give us the big picture, to help us calm down, to help us know what we don't know and what we need to find out. They are, you know, they show up and they really care about you having the environment where you're going to succeed, whatever it is you need. So they pay a lot of attention to other people's needs from the perspective of empowering other people. Mm -hmm. Then six is the the movement area is, is the chest. So it's the sternum and the middle ribs. And six is breathe in and expand their intercostal muscles and turn the chest into a drum. And with their chest, they sense what's going on. And they synthesize all the pieces that come in from the other natural numbers. And they figure out what's most alive and where are we going and when are we going? So what are we going to do and what do we have to do next? Sixes love to get things done. And they can sit there and be quiet, quiet, quiet. And then all of a sudden they turn into action. And they could be, you know, plenty noisy. I'm a, I'm, I'm a more out there six. Some sixes go introverted, some sixes go extroverted, but extroversion and introversion don't actually affect your natural number. You can show up either way. Mm-hmm. Sevens, sevens are here to help us change. They're here to help us see possibility that we haven't yet imagined. So to bring new information in, to help us clear out the stuff that's not serving us anymore. So there is space for that new sevens will give you messages, whether you want them or not. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been told. (laughs) (laughs) And they're also way more vulnerable than we recognize. Mm -hmm. There's always this sweet vulnerability in them. And if you take a little time to actually pay attention, it is one of the sweetest possible relationships you can have. But because of their commitment to truth, And to you becoming the best you can be because they can see that possibility for you. They will hold you on task to becoming that. Well, you just wrapped it up for me. (laughs) (laughs) And then our eights, you know, they're they're the grounded ones. Everybody talks about being grounded. Well, eights are grounded. That is, they, they connect through their, from their sacrum down through their legs and into the earth. And they draw their power and their sense of rightness and integrity from the earth. For our eight friends, they really care that we're going to do what we said we would do. If we're going to change the plans, they'd like to have as much notice as possible. They know how to build and create and manifest with integrity in a way that will things will last. So when they say they know the best way to do something, they actually really normally do. The challenge for our eights is they need to also take in information from the other 
nine. And in the world today, they're just kind of tired of waiting for the rest of us to actually do what we said we'd do. (laughs) And they take way more on than they need to take on. But they sure know how to get things done in a way that considers everything. Now, I once heard, and I don't know that this is, you know, is Oprah Winfrey an eight? Believe so. Yes. I mean, you when when we do the visual identification, we're looking at the face shape, the eyes, the quality, the energy, the way they talk, the cadence, the shape of the body, and pretty much everything Oprah does fits the eight model of, mm-hmm. uh, of, of eights in the world. I mean, and she's a great example of just getting things done over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and eights do care about the world being a good, solid, honest place to be for everybody. And then we have nine. And I think in some ways our nines are among the most misunderstood, but there's a, there's a quality that, that we're all, you know, each of us has that gets misunderstood. But for our nines, the more they're aware as they, as they breathe and as they open their awareness, they truly move into the space of oneness. So as they expand and activate their being, the spaces between things disappear and everything becomes like one field, a huge field with tons and tons of everything in it. Mm-hmm. So they understand that if I, you know, move my, wiggle my finger over here on the right, that affects everything in the universal field, <laughs> that we're that powerful beings. So they also know that when, you've, when, you, when you ask them to do something, they know all of the implications of what you've asked them to do. Mm. So in the world, our nines have developed some of the habit of saying no before they, you know, it's like, no, don't ask me, don't ask me, because they know what they're committing to. And you don't, when you don't even know what you've asked them, you know, will you help me with this this project? And they're like, "Uh, no. (laughs) But when they do get involved, when they actually really care about something and they see its importance, they can make things happen with such ease and flow. And you don't even know what they're doing. They just put everything together, organize it all, and and harmonize everything, and away it goes. So we really need our nines in this world to come and help us move through life with more harmony and grace and flow, because that's what they're really good at. Thank you for going through those. That will be helpful. Now, I'd say that my next question would be, how does, or how, let's say I'm an entrepreneur, I'm listening I've not been exposed to this before. And you say, how will knowing my natural number help me grow my business or bring my business more forward? Like, how can how can it help? So this work starts with you. And in the beginning, it's all about you. So when you learn your natural number, you also get a posture and a way to adjust your body, simple physical adjustment. Mm-hmm. That lets you recover. So if you're sitting with a client and they do something that triggers you and you get off base, instead of going, you know, starting to talk too fast or too loud or too slow or disappear or whatever it is, you can just focus on the simple physical recovery exercise we've given you. And then immediately that helps you recover. So you're back in the game. Got it. So it's a body-based recovery process for recovering your strength and being in your most powerful self. That's really important because if I can, not just me, but if we can do something that's 
physiological, a, a subtle movement or what have you, rather than a concept and shift my thinking or like if I can literally just do something and, and that in and of itself makes a difference, boy, that's powerful stuff. Well, and 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 it's it's not one size fits all. There are nine sizes here. So what right. you would do, I wouldn't necessarily do unless I wanted to actually bring seven energy into into the experience. So for example, where I might apply this is, you know, much more advanced. First you have to know yourself, but then you start to learn about others uh-huh. and how to activate the energies in your body so that you become a more cosmic human. So when I'm sitting with you, I can bring my focus to my forehead. And that shifts the energy in our relationship. And now I'm actually more tuned in with you than I was before. Before I was more tuned in with my work. Now I'm more tuned in with you. Got it. Now the opposite would be true for me, right? I would, because you said you're a six and that's here in the chest. Center, yes. So for me, I'd tune in more here. Is yeah, that- what you would do is take a big giant breath into your chest. Let it fill, let your shoulders drop down, but keeping the center of the sternum lifted. And now you can feel more things. You're more aware of your environment around you. Things separate into individual pieces. You can see your way through things more easily when your six is active. That's cool. I just did it. I know listeners can't see what I'm doing, but I just did what Susan said. And I took a really deep breath and let my shoulders drop and brought my sternum more forward. Uh, yeah, it's a very different experience. It's very different. And the, the deeper you're, you are able to go into the, the physiologies of the others, as you build your skill, you actually have to build your body to be able to do this work. As you build your skill, it starts to open up tremendous abilities to perceive things that you weren't aware of before. Because where you live, Erica, as a seven is so cool. What you're able to do, the places you're able to take us, the change you're able to, to, to manifest, it's just amazing. And for me to truly appreciate and know that instead of just getting pissed that you're trying to make me change again, <laughs> it's so powerful in relationship. I mean, I, to me, it's my favorite place as in family and relationship and in business. You know, how do I be more effective? We had a, a team meeting today. And one of the things I try to do is get all nine perspectives onto my team. Now that is so cool. Like everybody listening needs to hear what Susan just said. Like if you can make sure that your team is represents all the energies, how cool is that? It makes it a lot easier. You know, right now I'm short an eight and nine and a three. So I have to kind of scrounge them up when I need that input, you know, and, and we're doing okay. We're two, four, five, six, seven on my team right now, the core team that's working, which is working for where we are in our stage. But I know I need to get that team completed. And for a while last fall, it was, and, and it was just a lot easier. And right now we're building marketing messages and trying to figure out how do we tell people about this when there are nine different ways of being mm-hmm. because the reality is part of why you know any one version of self-help or marketing or direction works best for people that actually speak the same language so either if you are that natural number or you need the wisdom of that natural number it's easier for you to hear if it's wisdom that you don't have space for in that moment you may say ah you know like i don't meditate very few sixes actually do meditate Oh, is that right? Yeah. It's See, because, I would die, I would die if I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, sevens actually have, you know, all of the guided meditation, the really amazing, cool guided meditation. This comes from our sevens. 
Yeah. M- mindfulness, quieting the mind. That's five. Mm-hmm. And then the in t- inside journeying meditation, that's four. So the modalities that develop out there are actually people trying to teach the wisdom that comes with their body. <sighs> so this is a really important context as well. You know, I'll have to tell you something. Back in 2006, when I published my book, my book is called, are you ready? Seven Sacred Attitudes. <laughs> <laughs> Will that make you smile? And and did I know at that point? I. It's just the work I did and gathered and, and the attitudes are all body-based. And my idea was that there are seven of them and I had absolutely no idea. But you had an idea, you pursued it, you you laid it out and 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 in that moment and that time it made complete and total sense and, and and when you add the context of oh i'm a seven i love you know you're gonna think in sevens you know not right. always of course there's exceptions to everything and also sacred you know that that word was in there yeah, is it also, had to be yeah. it did and that's the seven thing because you understand that that we have this sacred aspect to our being that has to be respected you know, it's funny when I did your introduction, what was about to come out of my mouth in it, I always start the um, recording saying, you know, welcome to the cafe, prepare to be inspired. And I o- almost said, and prepare to learn some sacred work, <laughs> but I just didn't put it in there, but yeah. Well, you know, it's an interesting thing because so the, the even numbers two, four, six, and eight are more mm-hmm. body-based. Uh-huh. And the odd numbers, three, uh, one, three, five, seven, nine, are more spiritually or non-physically based. So they have an easier time connecting with the out-of-body energy sources, whereas the two, four, six, and eight, everything goes through the body. Interesting. Now, I- I'm sure people ask you this. What relationship is there or is there between the body of nine information and the Enneagram? Well, my theory on this is that if if there are indeed nine physiologically different kinds of people, you're going to get nine brands of humans. And all of the personality models derive from the fact that there are th- these nine. If you take intra- extroversion, introversion out of Myers-Briggs, it also goes down to a system of nine. Mm-hmm. And so absolutely, uh, but developed from an opposite perspective. So at Body of Nine, we started with the body. We mm-hmm. categorized people based off of their bodies. We asked them questions, and then we looked for the commonalities in the way they spoke and the words they used and what they talked about in order to distill some very specific messages for each of the natural numbers. Whereas the Enneagram came to the Western world through a group of psychologists who understood phobias and illnesses and, and ways of interacting that weren't healthy. So that's what they used. That was the root of the categorization. They mm-hmm. also started with intellectual model. So I ask you questions, you tell me questions. And then from the commonalities in the questions, I derive categories, which it's not going to be quite as accurate because you're answering questions based off how you want to be, how your mother thinks you should be, how you, you know, it's it's very rare that people actually understand the nurture part of who they are. I mean, the nature part of who they are. This is the nature, whereas Enneagram really focuses on the nurture. This is what I've become in order to cope. And that's the easiest way to think about it. This is your nature 
you start with your nature, you get nurtured into something else. And this helps you actually recover your nature so that you can learn to really trust yourself again. Got it. So, and so it's possible that somebody tests one number on Enneagram and that's not necessarily the natural number that you discover. And that's sort of been my experience. And it's been our experience as well. Maybe 40% of the time it matches. Okay. Yeah. And, and there's something to be learned uh, from, obviously from the Enneagram, which is where, how did you get nurtured? You know, how did, how did you develop and your ability to cope in the world? And right. how is that, how is that separated you from your nature? which mm-hmm. your nature is easy. It's easy for you to be a seven. Oh, so that makes sense, right? So listeners, I'll fill you in on something. I was telling Susan that back in the day when I was typed, and I cannot tell you the year it was, I'm going to guess it was the mid-90s sometime, and it was in person, that The minute I got into the physiological stance that was asked of me, I started to cry. And it wasn't because it was hard. (laughs) It was because it was easy and it was powerful. And my whole life I had learned that in order to get things done, it had to be hard and a struggle. And in that moment, it was not. It was easy and it was me. And if that is what your work is about, well, my God, shouldn't everybody have that blessing? Yes. And that's exactly how we look at it, Erica. It's like, this is a total gift to know this information. And, and that is our, that's my goal. That is, that is my big ass goal. It is, I want everybody in the whole world to know because we can't have conversation about what this really means unless enough of us know. Well, let's make sure that a lot of people listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with that. Yeah. So tell, tell me a little bit about the book and our listeners about the book and what's in there and how that'll help them as well. The book is, is a, comprehensive description of each of the natural numbers. It's everything I know as of this moment when I finished it in October. I'm, I continue to learn, but it has the physical descriptions. It has the strengths, the values, the skills. It has how you can ask to be supported. It's how you can support people of each of the natural numbers. Mm. It has parenting tips. And some people have successfully self-identified by reading the book. It's a commitment. Because if you don't get to your natural number till the ninth one, you've you've read a lot of material. (laughs) And so sometimes people get confused, like, what really is me? So, when you know, again, you're introducing the head. The physical identification is always the best. But the book is a tremendous resource for beginning to really understand how powerful you are, what your gift is, how to offer your gift in a way that other people can receive it so that it gets received and honored and valued. And then also to know how the other natural numbers help you mm-hmm. to be more effective. As a six, I can't I can't sit in a vacuum by myself and get anything done. I need input, <laughs> and then I can do things. And but if I haven't got the input, I'm I I I I can knit. <laughs> <laughs> but but how powerful is that for you as an entrepreneur to know that you need input, right? Yes. It's, it's so important. So important. I would, I, when I don't get input, I go nuts. And and it's really, really helped me in my career. Absolutely. The other piece that is, it, it makes you much more accepting of that, you know, that person you're drafting an email with. Mm-hmm. I was drafting an email to, to announce our programs and 
Martin and I wrote it. So he's a five, I'm a six. It was very informational, was very structured. It was very, you know, it's like, you know, it's the way a five and a six would write the email. And then a two got involved and she just took every paragraph Martin had written out and replaced it with engaging, fun, enlivening language. And, and it sparked this big discussion for us about like, well, how do we actually honor all the voices and how do we speak to all the natural numbers and how do we not get pissed at each other because somebody just completely reworked my entire piece and and for good reason. And yet there needed to be some uh, holding on to what, what Martin had brought as a five as well. And so it really helps to uh, get all nine pieces of the puzzle put together. Mm, that makes a lot of sense, right? Because people are talking about messaging a lot these days. Get your message out there. Get your message out there. But if all we're doing is giving messages in the way we like to be communicated with, then we might be missing eight other listeners. Most self-help books hit 11% of the market. That's one-ninth. Oh. So, you know, and, and, and to me, my sixness is 10 times more valuable if I understand it in its context. Otherwise, I just go out there and run right over people. I'm so energetic. I'm so loud. I'm so powerful. And that comes with my body. Mm -hmm. It gave me so much permission to be that because I was afraid to be that. I had shut that down. And, and now I have learned through my ability to bring one, two, three, and four into my body that I do need to build relationship first. And then my power and my direction and my, my gift is more receivable by others. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, this has changed my life. It's changed my relationships. And I hear that over and over again from people that do this work, that nothing is the same. Once you know your natural number, from that point forward, nothing is the same. And if you actually dig into this work and begin to understand the relationships you're in, your colleagues, your your clients, it makes a huge difference. Love that. So let's talk about all the things. And by that, I mean, okay, so one of the ways that people can get involved is read the book, but a more probably powerful way would be to get identified identified online. And then what else, like, let's say once I'm identified and I want to keep learning from you guys, like what else do you offer? We have uh, four or five different ways, depending on what, how you like to be communicated with. We're trying to, you know, meet the needs of nine different yeah. kinds of people. <laughs> Very complex model, um, especially for a little tiny organization. But you can, uh, we have a website that has information about it how to get identified, what it means, how to buy the book. We have social media. So if you like Instagram, follow us on, so, uh, on our social media, share it, tell people about us. We have Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. And we post there on a daily basis, information, wisdom, what we're doing, that kind of stuff. Do you do any courses? We have free webinars, one per month. This month is about, it's called, it's all about you. And we're uh, talking to people about what it means to know your natural number and why that's important. Mm -hmm. And then next month it's, it's you and your loves. And then we have you and your family. So the first quarter of this year, we're talking about how understanding your natural number affects your relationships. Love that. Yeah. And then the second quarter will be about work, the workplace and your profession, your career and your purpose. And then the second half of the year, we're going to work on practices. You know, this is a lifestyle if you want to embrace it as that. 
so it gives context to your practices. If you're a meditator, it can help you meditate more effectively. If you are, uh, if you do yoga, understanding where your body balances is really valuable. So this context starts to feed into all of your lifestyle, into your relationships, and your understanding of being with people. And so we offer. Also a video channel that we're just getting started that every every month is going to reflect the material that we're talking about each month with our monthly topics. And we're having What If Wednesdays. Every Wednesday at noon Mountain Time, Martin or I, are, are, we're going to get on Facebook Live and pontificate. Oh. <laughs> How fun is that? Yeah. So I'll make sure all of that stuff is in the show notes. And Thank there you. are some free resources on your website, I think. Yes. And, and all our webinars are free. Our YouTube channel is free. There's a subscription-based channel on our, our new channel that will actually have some more detailed training. We will be, when the world gets physical again, uh, we will start up our, our more advanced training for people to learn to activate the nine uh, centers of their body. But that needs to really be done in person. But you can start building your awareness of your own physiology and the others. And, and the book is good for that as well. It has exercises and things like that. That just brought a question up for me that I hadn't thought of before, which you're talking about activating the all the centers. And I was thinking about people who are experiencing either mobility challenges, disabilities, et cetera. Will you guys address like for that situation or those situations, alternative ways for people to address a certain area of their body if it's challenged? Um, yeah, we do. You know, I've, I've uh, identified people that are blind and handy, uh, you know, um, uh, disabled in some way. You know, this still is there and there's an energetic component that we can almost always find. Love it. And so we've learned all sorts of accommodations for people. And when we're working with someone who has a disability, we work that accommodation into our work. It's easiest if you can move and do the postures and your body is healthy. But we have had, you know, I had this one woman, I had her lying down on the floor because I wanted to figure out whether she was a three or a seven. So I had her lay down on the floor and I put my hand on her three spot and had her lift up from there. And then I did the same thing with the seven. And between, I went back and forth. And, and finally, after a few times, it's like, okay, she's consistently lifting from her three spot. So she couldn't, her back was broken and she couldn't do anything but lay on the floor and do that. And so it, it, there are ways to work around it. Absolutely. That's, I think that's an important thing for, um, you know, I, this podcast is listened to at least in 10 different countries right now and all different kinds of people listen. So I, I appreciate that. Thank well, you. Well, uh, that's awesome that you have a big audience like that. And this work was developed uh, in, in a very international audience. Mm -hmm. And we have worked with all races, many, many cultures, people from you know 50 different countries. This crosses race, it crosses uh, gender, it crosses culture. And it is extremely interesting. To, you have more in common with a person who's a natural number seven in the middle of Africa than you do with me <laughs> or your, uh, your loved one or your husband. You know? it. And it does, it doesn't matter everybody seems to have one so far. You know, we've worked with over 7,000 people and everybody's, everybody's got this. Well, I would, I would imagine that for all kinds of people in the public eye, whether that's politics or celebrity, that you have, a, I wouldn't say an inside scoop, but a little bit in the ability to kind of look and see and at what's 
happening with those people, but also how that re- or like relates to the number. So absolutely. Well, knowing a person's natural number helps you really understand what's the source of that message. Why do they say that that way? How do I actually understand, you know, how do you sit there and understand Joe Biden and Donald Trump when they're coming from such different bodies? Oh, fun. So now, am I also putting you on the spot if I say, can we go through one through nine and you tell me like somebody that, I mean, I said Oprah for eight only because it just popped in my head, but do we know, do we know like, um, I, you know, again, I haven't worked with them physically, sure, but you know, like Donald Trump, highly likely he's an eight and Joe Biden's probably a four. Mm-hmm. Um, Obama was a three, Michelle Obama, a six. Let's see if we go out of the political realm and into the performers. So many sevens are actors. Renee Zellweger, Hugh Grant, um, oh, uh, that Australian guy. There's so many of them. I could just, you know, lots, uh, lots. Uh, And then you see also a lot of nines. And the funny thing is because nines can have a really neutral face. They often play the bad guys. Oh, interesting. You, you can't read them or that elusive man that you can't read. Well, you know, they're they're casting those roles a lot because their face, their expressions are very hard to read for the rest of us. So ones, uh, Jimmy Carter is one of my favorite ones. Uh-huh. Uh, and Alicia Keys, you'll see they, they open their throat and they kind of waggle and roll from the throat. Uh-huh. Twos. Oh, Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Um, that would fit because you said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about relationship. Mm-hmm. All about relationships. She's just really good at being everybody that sits up there on the couch. Whoever's up there on the couch is the most important person in the world right now. Got it. Um, our threes, yeah, Obama and uh, yeah, Tom Cruise, uh, Beyonce. The smile. Oh, yeah, the, the smile. smile. The incredible smile. Um, Deepak Chopra is a four. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer Lopez is a four. You know, you watch her move, how her and uh, and um, Michael Jackson was a four. All that low body movement. Mm-hmm. So you initiate your movement from the part of your body that's active. Mm. Um, Six is Muhammad Ali, Robin Williams, Susan uh, Fisher, Susan Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> Fives, uh, you know, it's 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 all Tiknat Han and the Dalai Lama. That's your model right there. Mm. And eights, we mentioned a couple, and then nines, Johnny Depp, Kira Knightley, uh, Martin Luther King, and Nelson Mandela. Mm. So they can take a really big purpose on if they decide they want to. Oh, my goodness. The stuff is so rich. So, so rich. I really want to thank you so much for stopping by the cafe and sharing your wisdom with us and opening the door of possibilities to our listeners. So really blessings to you and to all this great work. And I hope everybody that's listening heads your direction. So thank you so much, Susan. Any last words of anything you want to say or, you know, help us get the word out. You know, I, I want to sell a, a million books because I want a million people to know about this. I want to, I want everybody, literally everybody in the world to know because it is such empowering information and, uh, you know, it can take you anywhere from, gee, that was, that was nice to know to a complete shift in your life and in direction and fulfillment. So it's, you know, help us get the word out, find out your natural number, enter into the conversation with us. 
that's that's the best way that uh, best thing you could possibly do. Thanks so much, Susan. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Erica. Okay, wealthies, always remember that success is in your nature and true wealth is created from the inside out. All of the information from today's podcast, including links to Susan's website, free resources, contact information, etc., can all be found in the show notes. Okay, podcast team, take us out. Thanks for listening to the Entrepreneur's Cafe podcast. If you like the show, please rate, recommend, and review us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts so we can spread the positivity and the love of entrepreneuring from the inside out. Until next time, my friends, listen to your big entrepreneurial heart. Follow your passion, take that inspired action, and be boldly and brilliantly you. You can get more valuable advice and inspiration from Erica's free Entrepreneur's Toolkit over at ericarosscoach.com forward slash toolkit.